Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I'm Jacob and with me is... I'm Nick. And I'm Kat. Um, we might sound a little bit different today. We are not in the studio as we have entered a shutdown and the university has kind of changed all protocols and stuff and... <coughs> sorry, um... Yeah, You're we're sick. not really. You've got yeah, the virus. <laughs> um, yeah. So campus is still open, but they're trying to minimise the people coming through the building. So instead, we are actually sitting outside in my backyard. Yep, keeping the one point five meter distance. Yep, I think we're doing well. Yeah, yeah, so we're spread out around a very large round table, and we are ready to go. So it's a bit of a different feeling, and so we I can hear the difference in our voices in the headphones. <laughs> But that's all right. So, so it's, much anxiety. Yeah. So, but no, it's a it's a nice change, and I think it's a nice change for the topic we're talking about. So last week we didn't reveal the movie topic at all. We it was didn't a that's secret. True. So I forgot off, about that. Yeah. <laughs> off air after last week's record, um, Cat chose a fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the um, dollars trilogy. Is that what it's called? The Dollars Trilogy? Yeah. Unofi- there's no official or name. No name. Or oh, the Man With No Trilogy. Name Trilogy. They say yeah. Man With No Name, but they say his name at the start of the second movie. Oh, I should yeah. watch the second movie. <laughs> yeah, that make, makes it way less cool now. Like, it's, it's so weird. It's literally the only time they say his name. I, yeah. I forget what it's called, but it's like not a cool name either. <laughs> it's very boring. Um, so I did the stupid thing and Nick did the even stupider thing. Monco is his name. There we go. Monco. Um, we what? yuck. <laughs> we didn't. Well, both me and Nick kind of left at last minute to watch all of these, like and Cat didn't even watch all of them. Oh, um, yeah. So I've when you have to watch seven I've hours, seven of hours of Clint Eastwood in twelve hours. So yeah, it's I'm, a bit I'm fresh. of a um slog, especially um these the first two of these. Oh, really yeah. boring. I, I love the yeah. second one. I don't know. Really? really? I talked about. Yeah, uh, no, the nah. second one was my favourite. But um, yeah, the first one's pretty. How are you going? Yeah, the first one is one of the most boring. And it's funny. I said this to Dad last night. He, I was like, "Oh, mate, like I've still got like two hours to go in like the third one." He's like, "Oh, what are you talking? Like they're classics." And I'm like, "They are shit." But I highly in disagree. saying that. Halfway through the good, the bad, and the ugly, it got good. Yeah. The second half of that film and towards the ending of that film is fantastic. Oh, you've got an iconic yeah. ending scene in yeah. that. Yeah. Like, as that movie went up the first half, I was like, this is still so boring. And then I'm like, actually, it won me around at the end of that film. And I actually like it now. Oh, that's the f- good. The first yeah. two, no. Not so much. Not at all. <laughs> But especially the first one. Well, the good, the bad, and the ugly is a prequel to the other yes. two, even though it was made after. Nick's got a confused face because I know exactly what he's talking about, what he's thinking. Oh, was it not the same character? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. So, um, there is a returning cast in Levon Cleef, who plays um, Colonel Douglas Mortimer in A Few Dollars More, and then Angel Eyes. What's your pool doing? I don't know. Have you got a water fountain? Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna get turn yeah, it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. All right, we're back. Sorry. Um, <laughs> good, good. Okay, yeah. So, returning cast member. Um, yes. So, he, in um, a few dollars more, he plays Colonel Douglas Mortimer, and in Good, Bad, the Ugly, he plays Angel Eyes. That makes they're so two much sense. Different characters, and they're at, very contrasting characters yeah. in how they act. And because at the start of Good, Bad, and <coughs> the Ugly, like obviously I didn't know his name. Like they were saying Angel Eyes, and I was like, "What?" But when he kills both those guys, I was like, "How out of character?" Yeah, like, I, I, that's so weird. And by the end, I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it was guy the bad guy because he gets sucks. introduced as the bad at the start of the film. Yeah. I'm like, "Hang on, he was the." good guy partner in the one before what's happening yeah but it's just because i was waiting for a reveal that a bunch of bad shits happened but no okay well that's kind of straightened things out yeah and obviously as kat said the the good the bad and the ugly is a prequel to the other two because in the timeline the good bad the ugly sent on 1862 in the civil war yeah and then confederates in the next one it's 1872 so it's 10 years later but also through the course of the good bad the ugly 
Clint Eastwood's the man with her name slowly collects each piece of his iconic outfit. Yeah, true. <clears throat> so from start to end, then in the final shot, he has the full outfit on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. just good. watching you and I feel like you're processing it all. Nick, it's just changed everything. Nick's has watched, Nick's has watched these straight or like <laughs> last night. To be fair, movie. I was watching this and Sunrise at the same time. Like, and so, Sunrise? Yeah, I woke up at like 6.30 to watch the rest of the movie. I got like half an hour in and I'm like, no, 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 I, it's, I need to sleep. <laughs> so I set my alarm for 6.30 so I could watch it in time to leave and come here. Uh, well, there we go. Thanks, guys. That straightened out this whole thing for me. I'm glad. I'm glad You're we could so, help. so welcome. So I guess we can kind of go through. <laughs> do you want to go through each movie? And, um, yeah. I'm do you want to start with A Fistful of, uh, yeah, a fistful of Dollars? dollars yeah. Because I feel like The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is the best. So let's end on a high. Well, I, before we go into that, I, I kind of, we can mention a bit about how they were made before sure. we were talking talking to like mm-hmm. what the actual like, story and stuff was. So these are proper spaghetti westerns. So they were filmed... All the exteriors are filmed in Spain and all the interiors are filmed in a studio in Rome with a mostly Italian, Spanish and German crew. Um, Sergio Leone, the director, doesn't speak English. So he couldn't directly communicate with Clint Eastwood. So one of the stuntmen was the unofficial interpreter of (laughs) the film because the director and the main actor couldn't directly talk to each other. So this stuntman had to be a translator between them. And That's so much work. Yeah. And the other thing, I don't know if you guys noticed, when watching these, you would have, well, I mean, I hope you both noticed, the voice doesn't sync. Yes. Yeah, it's like English dubbed over. No. Oh, it's not? So, Italian films at the time were filmed in silent. I knew it. I knew it. Like. Ah. So, on I- set, everything is filmed silently, and then in post-production, it's... All the sounds added in. Because the movie starts with just horrible ADR. Horrible. Especially especially a few dollars more. Yeah. The opening scene of that is atrociously bad for sound design. See, I... Yeah. See, I noticed that more... It sounded like more artificial in the first one. But, um, yeah, like I was watching it. I was like, I was going to make the joke that it looks like they filmed the whole thing and they were like, oh shit, we didn't turn the mic on. <laughs> literally, they, they did. No <laughs> yeah, so it's a very odd thing to have all these voices and all this sound that's not actually happening. So it's the first one's really noticeable. Yeah. In that there's times where Clint Eastwood's talking and his mouth start. isn't even moving. Yeah. And you're like, this is really weird. And it, I think... In watching the first, I think that took me out of it a lot from the start. Was that it? Just, you couldn't. It wasn't a comfortable viewing experience. No. Like for a, for a normal moviegoer, and I feel like for some of our listeners as well, like it'd be fine. But for like mm. someone that's had to sit there and try to sync audio, it really bugged me that like it wasn't like the mouth. Yeah, the times the mouth wasn't even moving. Yeah, and yeah. they were talking. You're like. See, I've Is he telepathically talking yeah. to everyone? Like, <laughs> see, I think I've gotten pretty good at just being like, "Oh well, you see that, but yeah. no one else does." Like, yeah. But even like watching this, I was like, like some of it, like some of it's framed really well, and some of it's horrible. But I think it's because the version I watched was widescreen, so I think they've uh, like Simpsons it, where it's like they've just yeah. cut off the top and bottom and like yeah. a bit on the sides. Mine, um, in watching it on the TV had a perfect black rectangle oh, around. <laughs> so there was a black at the top, the sides and the bottom. Oh. So it was kind of On just bottom, yeah. like, there's a kookaburra. <laughs> it was kind of like two, like probably like oh two thirds of the screen. Oh my God. <laughs> we're out in nature, guys. Yeah, that's, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> so we're actually transitioning to a nature podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyone that's not Australian, that was a kookaburra making that, or multiple of them in a tree behind my house making that <laughs> noise. Because, um, yeah, it's all just bush behind the back fence. That's nice. Um, yeah, so what was I saying? I think <laughs> I wasn't paying attention enough and I didn't actually notice until halfway through that they <laughs> were <laughs> I'll, um, I'll throw up a photo on Instagram when the episode goes out of what my TV looked like for all three of them. 
and the viewing experience I had because it was so painful to watch, <laughs> to look at my screen the way it was. I was like, I can't. Because you had the like, actual no. DVDs. Yeah, you? so I had the actual DVDs. Oh, and it really annoyed I... me because the menu is this full size and then it gets oh. smaller for the movie. So the, it's not you like the menu was that big. Yeah, it's, like the, it's not yeah. like the menu was that size of the screen. Like the menu took up the full screen and then when the movie That's starts, so it dumb. shrinks. And I'm like, what is happening? Uh, is that like them painful. trying to give you like the authentic I don't know. Of the time? I don't know, but Surely it's so not. annoying. Um, so Clint Eastwood didn't actually record voice for this until early in 1967. Oh, so it was. So they were released in 64, 65, and 66 in Italy. Yeah. With an Italian. So there was an Italian. There was an Italian actor that did the voice. Right. Mm. But leading up to the release of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly in 1966, an American company, well, United Artists, who produced um, last week's movie, 12 Angry Men, Mm. came on board because they'd seen the first two and went, we want to release this to an American audience. Mm hmm. And then, so they helped produce the good, bad, and the ugly, and I think that's a reason why. Or another reason why it's a lot better, because the yeah. sound and also the sound mm. in the good, the bad, and the ugly, it was recorded afterwards, but it syncs up a lot better. Yeah, like there's just a couple of times where it's not, but it it's a lot better than the previous two. Even though it's only like two years and one mm. year. Yeah, even in the opening them. for the second one, like when the the horse first guy gets hunted down, like and there's like the what's Colonel, what's his name, like shoots him in the head and there's like mm. a wound. I was like, oh, a budget. Yeah. Because like yeah. the first one, people yeah. are getting shot the entire time and there's like nothing on them. My, my like, Yeah. So I love it. I love this when someone gets shot and they'll just do the big backflip. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then like someone like, uh, yeah, half an hour later, someone gets shot by the same gun, by the same person the same way and they stumble along and like, and then fall. It's like, like how hard are these yeah, bullets hitting you, mate? Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, and I was like, hang on a minute. This guy did a backflip, and that guy's just like, oh no, I'm a major character, so I'm going to stumble and die, not just yeah. do a backflip. But yeah, so yeah, he recorded his voice later, and then all three of them released in the United States in 1967. Uh, so, cool, yeah. cool. At the same time? Or like, I don't know. Yeah. It just said 1967, and I was like, okay. Fair enough. So, A Fistful of Dollars had a budget of $225,000. Which mean at the time that's still a decent mm. amount. Yeah, for the sixties. Um, a few dollars more had a budget of six hundred thousand. And yeah. the good, the bad and the ugly had a budget lines. of one point two million. And they made that back. Yeah. Um good and bad ugly we made twenty five million at the box office in North America alone. Um Oh my lord. A few dollars more made two hundred and seventy two million dollars in Spain. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry, what? Assume, oh, oh, no, that, that's not dollars. It's Spanish dollars. Oh, that's how, how yeah. much is that? Fifteen million in the United States. Spanish dollars. <laughs> I don't. I can't read the word. And then box office um, for fiscal dollars is fourteen point five million in the US. So they did like they did successful, and this was a time where people were over westerns. And there was a rise in spaghetti westerns, but a lot of American audience didn't like the spaghetti western. So these kind of touted as the first big spaghetti westerns, but there was several before them. But these are still called the first because they're the first ones to have major success in the United States. Mm. And well, um, this is what really made Clint Eastwood. Well, this, yeah, this yeah. this launched Clint Eastwood's career, and especially from the good, the bad, and the ugly, because he like out of that, which is kind of the main one of this, is was kind of what made. Clint Eastwood, the star. That yeah. He is. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, talking to mum last night, she was like, oh, I didn't even. She's like, I thought this was like midway through his career because she thought it must have been like, because all the actors, there was a lot of actors at the time who kind of went, they weren't as popular as they once were and they went to spaghetti westerns. Mm. And that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If anyone remember, like, when, like um, Sergio Leone is mentioned in that and he's the one that directs the spaghetti westerns that. Um, they're filming. Yeah, they're filming. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like that, like you know, someone down in their, down in their career, and then goes and does the spaghetti westerns and relaunches themselves back into mm. stardom. But for the for Clint Eastwood, it was kind of the, the start. Point. Yeah. So I guess story wise, um, 
peaceful of dollars, an unnamed stranger played by Clint Eastwood arrives at the little town of San Miguel on the Mexican-United States border. Um, the town's innkeeper tells the stranger about a feud between two smuggling families vying to gain control of the town, the Rojo brothers and that of the town sheriff. The stranger decides to pit each family against each other in order to make money and proves his speed and accuracy with his gun to both sides by shooting with ease four men who insulted him as he entered the town. So he kind of just pits them against each other and then watches them fight. Yeah, it's like the very um, typical Western like yeah. template story. Yeah. Mm. Stranger comes into town, trouble happens. See some, yeah. Stranger leaves town and the town's saved. Yeah. <laughs> what a time though where you can just <clears throat> shoot four guys in the street. I know. <laughs> walk away. So many people get murdered in these films. Like people's like, yeah, yeah, oh well. It's mm. like you said something that annoyed me. Babe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like okay, like that's murder, man. Like, um, yeah, a few dollars more than follows on. Um, the man many call Manco is a bounty hunter. This is again Clint Eastwood. Um, and then there's a profession shared by former army army officer Colonel Douglas Mortimer, who's our kind of co lead in the film. Eventually, the two learn a ruthless, <coughs> cold-blooded robber, El Indio, um, El Indio. <laughs> has been broken out of prison by his gang, slaughtering all but one of the jailers. While murdering the family of the man who captured him, Indio carries a musical pocket watch that was a memento of his youth, using it to um, time the duel. Flax structure deal that he had taken the watch from a young woman who had shot herself as he was raping her. After he had murdered her husband, sorry, raping after he'd murdered her husband, the incident has haunted Indio and he smokes an addictive drug called to cloud his memory. Why didn't you shoot him? I was genuinely wondering that. Yeah. Would you not just shoot him? Yeah, I was like, how's he going to get out of this? I was it's like, oh. so weird. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Pretty I nuts. mean. And she shoots herself in her heart through the side of her ribs. Yeah. Major trauma. But like. Yeah. like would yeah, you and also just saw the hubby die. So yeah, exactly. I guess. I guess. Got nothing to live for. Yeah. So they kind of infiltrate um, the gang. So Clint Eastwood's um, Manco goes on the inside while Colonel Douglas Mortimer is on the outside and they kind of work their way to stopping them to collect the bounty on the whole gang. And I think it's like $27,000 is the total for all of them. And... You know, shenanigans happen and they get in and... Shenanigans. <laughs> eventually they get to the end and there's a standoff between um, Mortimer and Manco with the leader of the... With Indi- um, Indio and then they kill him and instead of the plan splitting the profits, um, Mortimer just goes, no, it's all yours, you know. Oh, that's nice. And Manco's kind of like, oh, what about <laughs> what our nice deal? And he's like, oh, maybe next time, kid. And then they kind of thought you were going to say that Manco shot Mortimer. No, they just <laughs> kind of yeah. Mortimer just rides off into the sunset <clears throat> while Manco's putting all the bodies in a wagon to take them back into town to collect his reward. Mm. And then we get to the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the good, the bad, and the ugly is such like a fistful of dollars goes for ninety minutes or ninety nine minutes. Um. A few dollars more goes for 132, so just over two hours. And then the good, bad, the ugly goes 179. for... 179. 177. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> good, bad, and the ugly kind of... We're stuck in the middle of a civil war campaign where, you know, um, Eastwood's characters working with the ugly, who's a criminal too, they go town by town to collect his bounty and then... Eastwood saves his life and then they go to the next town and just keep collecting the bounty after bounty after bounty to make money. Pretty ingenious. And then they find out about $200,000 worth of, like, buried in a grave. So that's, like, and it goes on and on. And then we get the bad, who's played by the same actor, as we mentioned before, that played Douglas Mortimer in the first one. And it's such a weird thing to have him return as a separate character in the next movie because they look the same. Well... (laughs) You would assume that if it was the same person. Yeah, so it means like for Eastwood, like, you know, the good bad thing is set 10, minute, 10 years before the others. So it's kind of like, oh, and 10 years later, he meets these other guys. Like, wouldn't you just assume, hey, didn't I, like, kill that guy? Mm. Yeah. Know. And we find, you know, um, Colonel Douglas Mortimer from A Few Dollars More is a survivor of the war. 
So it's kind of this weird yeah, little yeah. like, but it's a different person. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, where's my plot summary? So in 1862, during the American Civil War, a trio of bounty hunters, bounty hunters attempt to attempt to kill um, fugitive Mexican band. Oh my god, fugitive Mexican bandit Tuco. Tuco um, shoots the three bounty hunters and escapes on horseback. Elsewhere, mercenary Angel Eyes interrogates former Confederate soldier Steve, oh, sorry, Stevens, whom Angel Angel Eyes is contracted to kill. Um, kind of takes. Stevens, I guess, rank in the army, uh, like just takes his personality and then just yeah, joins. Just yeah, weasels his way in. <laughs> just weasels his way into being. A, yeah, and then, um, elsewhere, uh, Tuco is rescued from the bounty hunters by a nameless drifter whom Tuco refers to as Blondie, who's Clint Eastwood. He delivers in a local sheriff and collects 2,000 bounty. As Tuco is about to be hanged, Blondie say, um, severs Tuco's noose by shooting it and sets him free. To escape on horseback and split the bounty in a lucrative money-making scheme. And that, I think it happens... Yeah, they go to a pre- repeat the process in another town. <clears throat> before um, Blondie grows weary of Tuco's complaints and abandons him without the horse and water in the desert. Tuco manages to walk to a village and then tracks Blondie by, to a town occupied by Confederate troops. Tuco holds Blondie at gunpoint. Blondie to force him to hang himself, but Union forces shell the town, allowing Blondie to escape. It goes on and on. They kind of go back and forth. Eventually, they're captured by... Um, so, so, they steal Confederate uniforms, but then captured by Union soldiers where they fought, where they meet Angel Eyes. And then they... Angel, you know, the whole treasure hunt. And then we get to the graveyard where the treasure is and we have a standoff. But Clint Eastwood character's been really smart. He's taken all the bullets out of Tuco's gun. So, it's a three-way standoff and... Eastwood knows only one person can shoot him. So he goes and shoots Angel Eyes. And then Tuco's like, oh, I didn't my... But it's funny because both of them shoot go to shoot Angel yeah. Eyes. So I thought it was like, even if he didn't take the bullets out, he wouldn't have got shot. Yeah, but still. he still didn't trust him. So Angel Eyes is killed and then there's the two of them and they get the money and they split it. And Eastwood hangs, or again, hangs Tuco. And he's like standing on this really wobbly grave cross and the noose is around his neck hanging off a tree. So if the cross falls, he drops and gets hung. And Eastwood's character, Blondie, rides off into the distance. And when he's so far, like he's a little speck, and then he turns around with his rifle and shoots the rope out and lets him go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then, yeah, they split the so 100,000. But he's also tied up, so he probably died in the desert. Oh, probably. <laughs> but it's not that he still has, he died in the desert with $100,000, so it's fine. <laughs> He got what he wanted. That he couldn't carry because his hands were tied. Yeah. He had no horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, Kat sent us a really funny, funny video that oh, yeah, kind of summed up YouTube. the whole thing. Because <laughs> I saw it was three hours long yeah. and it was just like, not tonight. Yeah. And it was like, Tuco rides on a horse with no name in the desert with a man with no name. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But yeah. But it's it, good. It's a good yeah. video. I'll link it in the um, episode description for anyone that wants to check it out. I think though, like that... Um, final showdown between the three guys. I had forgotten that I'd actually seen this movie before, but when I saw that clip, <laughs> I remembered and I was like, it's such an iconic yeah. scene. Oh, where, yeah. And like Clint Eastwood, I feel like you say his name or like some, you talk about him and you're like, yeah, I remember him from that. It's the iconic Mexican standoff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And this movie also has a very iconic kind of the whistle. Yeah. And again, um, for everyone listening, would have heard the whistle at the start of the episode. But, because oh, each, gonna uh, yeah, it I'm going to put it in. <laughs> instead, of, instead of a quote, because we've got three movies, you know, because each week now I've been adding a different quote to the start of the film. I think I'm just going to add, well, I have, and everyone listening, add the quote in, sorry, the whistle in, nice. just to kind of set it off. Um, yeah, so I think a fistful of dollars and a few dollars more, I'm not. They probably more appeal to Spanish or Italian audiences. Even just Western fan. I'm not a big Western fan. Like, I just don't. These would be the only Westerns I've ever seen. Yeah. Unless you consider, like, sci-fi crossover Westerns, but That doesn't count. Okay. Fine. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, I think, um, as a whole, it's a good... 
unofficial movie trilogy because Sergio Leone never intended for them to be watched yeah. together. Mm. Well, the first one is just a remake of some other movie, I'm pretty sure. And then they got in trouble for that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So um, the only part that really stood out for me in the first one was like the Back to the Future yeah um, yeah plate thing i was yeah. like oh well that's you know probably not worth the hour and a half i spent watching this but it's still pretty cool and the um doesn't he wear the um the what's it called poncho yep. as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah um oh, so good last night about 40 minutes into good now the ugly i wrote in capital letters on my notebook i am going insane <laughs> Because I think Nick probably feels the same. When you watch so much of the same thing, Mm. so long back to back, and it's so much of just like, it is generally just the same. So, yeah. Nothing changes. Yeah, not really. It's just a repeat of the same couple of things happening. I I got about half an hour into Good, Bad and the Ugly last night, and I was like, no, I I just have to sleep a bit. Because I I got straight home from work and immediately put them on. I had like my... I like added up the hours. And I was like, okay, I should be done by one. I can't believe you watched seven I, hours of it. Yeah, and I went to go start Good, Bad, and the Ugly, and I was like, holy fuck, it's three hours. And then I looked at the time, and I was like, oh, it's midnight. I think Fistful <laughs> of Dollars I watched I was on was either Friday or Saturday night after work. So, yeah, and then yesterday afternoon, I got home from work, and I watched after my class that I did online I watched um, for a few dollars more and then finished that just after dinner because I had 40 minutes to go so we had dinner and then watched Good, Bad and the Ugly and I was like oh mate <laughs> don't let our time management skills yes yeah, deter all of I you. love two thirds of these so yeah two thirds <laughs> yeah but yeah it's um I honestly do recommend seeing them but just don't watch them all. In the yeah, just spread them out. Watch don't, them like don't a watch month the, apart. Yeah, yeah, just don't even watch the first one really. Like from context, you know. Or what watch these... the good, the bad, and the ugly first. Yeah. Get into it and then watch the other two. Just don't go to the second one and be like, wait a minute, that guy's still yeah. alive. What the hell? <laughs> so um, Eastwood was reluctant to make good and bad and the ugly. He didn't want to do it. Sergio then eventually ended up giving him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars up front. Ten percent of all North American profits and a Ferrari. And a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> and then Issa was like, "Yeah, I guess." But it was in Italy, though. <laughs> yeah, he was in Italy. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, it was like built to drive <laughs> on the left side of the road, so even if he. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sergio Leone was warned against making the picture by Orson Welles, who claimed that the movies set during the Civil War were box office poison. Mm. This is about um, Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Um, What did Orson Welles make that was set in the... um, Probably nothing. It's just Orson Welles being... um, No, that's fine. Um, That's boring. Yeah, so, I mean... These these films obviously being made in the early sixties. There's a lot of wide shots. There's a lot of ultra wide shots and ultra close ups and jarring cuts in between, and a lot of also zerk, jer- really jerky zooms. A lot of like spending two to three minutes on one establishing yeah. shot yes. or Yeah, and I think, but there's a lot of like really jerky cuts. But then it, in saying that, at the end of the Good, Bad, the Ugly, in the standoff, there's a really good. Yeah, that's great cutting of between the thighs and the guns of everyone mm. just cutting and it gets quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker yeah. and the suspense built and then it's bang like it and then it just goes and then it shows the wide shot of everyone shooting like trying to shoot at once mm. and I thought that was a that like that's a great piece of editing and filmmaking in a movie that is filled with some weird weird things if you're gonna watch anything just watch that yeah. bit. yeah just watch the last 40 <laughs> minutes Mm. Like it literally That's like, a story with Yeah, itself. exactly. <laughs> act three of that movie does the first two the first yeah. two acts of that don't even aren't even important. No. Even in like two, like probably with Good Bad and the Ugly Two, like it got to a certain point where I was watching and I was like, Oh man, the story must be wrapping up now but then it just goes on to like <laughs> You've still got two hours left. Tangent. Yeah. <laughs> See there'd definitely be a series if they were made now, like the way it's 
I feel oh, like yeah. you could make like oh, a limited series like a limited of series, yeah. yeah, like condensed. I would watch that. I think like yeah, if it, you did it with, I get well, you'd have to do it with modern technology, but mm. it could be done really well. I think revitalize the Western genre. Yeah. It'd be cool if they did it again, but they shot it like. Shot for shot remake. No, no. <laughs> oh like, God. With like, Clint Eastwood. Oh my lord! Like, no, if they did the, like the no sound thing and ADR'd everything, but just so it's slightly off, like, yeah, deliberately slightly like, off, deliberately yeah. just a little bit. Nah, I couldn't watch it. Like, yeah, get Clint Eastwood back. Like, um, pull him kicking and screaming. Give him probably. a Ferrari. <laughs> now I can just have like someone that sort of looks like get his son. Oh yeah, because his son's no, an actor. No, isn't get his he? son to do it, but have. Because you said like the ADR, have Clint Eastwood still do the voice? Yes. <laughs> so it's young, so it's his son, so it's someone young. But I'm that actually shocked they haven't tried to do that. Yeah, like, I know. Since they're bringing back all old characters for stuff now, and Wesson's a kind. But of I mean, his son looks so much like him now. that you could get away yeah, with. Yeah, no, I, I I'm surprised we haven't had like the Will Smith sort of thing where he's have mm. his like he hasn't had his son play a younger version of him in something. So mm. I imagine he's the kind of guy though that's Won't. like, no, yeah. you, you find what your own success. What has he even yeah. done yeah. recently? His son. He no, Clint Eastwood. Um, the Mule. Oh. Yeah, he like directs a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's, he directs, but he like, yeah, starred and directed in The Mule, which mm, I haven't watched. But yeah. Um, so Quentin Tarantino is called The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, his absolute favourite movie and the greatest achievement in the history of cinema. Nah. Sorry. Fuck off, Quentin. <laughs> was that the first swear word? Yes, I was no. trying really what? hard no, not I, to. I, I swore. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I've been so conscious about it. We'll we'll not lately. swear enough to swear episode. Yeah, safe walk. <laughs> kid friendly. Give a watch me, watch me <laughs> just sweat my head off at some point. That'll be the first c word. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll have to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've said. Yeah, there's no c words. I don't think so. I would. I hope not. Been hit by no. my mum by now. Yeah, I, I'm too scared not to that have she that listens, record. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she would listen to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> no, you. You'd be unlucky that like the first episode your mum ever listens to is the one where you said that. <laughs> no, she she just listened to the Forrest Gump episode, I think. Aww. My mum listened to the Forrest Gump episode and it made her cry. Aww. Yeah. Sorry, Cat's mum. I, I told her not to listen to the seven episode because it would upset her too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she started listening to, listening to Alien and Aliens. That was good, good stuff. Yeah. When did we do stuff. that? Two weeks ago? That was, yeah, no. Three weeks? Two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It all just, like it's all years. blending in together. Yeah, now that I don't have a job, yeah. I'm yeah. just like, mm. what do I do with myself? Coronavirus is... Yeah, so um, if we're not here next week, you know why. <laughs> we'll put out, we'll yeah, get play, Jacob to... Place your bets to, on who's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Nick will. Between me, it's between I'm me and Nick. I'm too healthy. I have a good immune system. Yeah, but also you're not working, so you're not going to work and dealing... We're both going to retail jobs and being... If you get it, I'll be disappointed in you. I get it. I'll get it from sitting on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, I no. don't want to get it, so we shouldn't talk about it too much. But like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm stressed because I don't want to be the first one to get it in my friend group. I don't want to look weak. <laughs> you don't want to look, <laughs> look weak. You're the weakest link. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's funny. Um, Someone's got to get it, though, that we know. I don't really have much more to add. No, to not really. Um, I don't either. Yeah, I... I mean, surprise, surprise. I don't. As Just a whole, I did not enjoy this week. Really? No. Yeah. Like, I was, see, I feel like if yeah. I'd watched these, like, not all in one sitting yeah. almost. Yeah, like, if I hadn't like, watched them over the course of, like, three days. Yeah. And two of them on the same day. I tried to do that. Although, in saying that, sitting down to watch the first one. Just watch the was second two. so if you're hard. Watch any, like,. The first one is just kind of what you'd expect if I you're a film watch fan the third and get the tropes of the genre. I couldn't stay focused. Yeah. Like, I just get bored. That's why I didn't notice about the yeah. dubbing. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, I couldn't. It was just hard to concentrate. So, in saying that, I would not. <gasps> wa- no, no, I would not watch. A fistful of dollars or a few dollars more again. But I would watch The Good, The Bad and The Ugly again. Oh, mm. you redeemed it. Okay. Yeah, I just think... I, yeah, I, I can't... The other two, it's just I did not enjoy them at all. But the second half, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, won me around for the whole film. That's and it good. did make the first half better. So when it came good, I was like... It went from kind of like the first half, I was just like... Oh, 
this is the same as the other two. And then it just hits a point. And you're like, oh, yeah. It's I mean, right. yeah. <laughs> I, it starts holding your attention more because things, more things start happening more quickly. Mm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, the a way you could better this movie is just cut out all the bits where it's just them walking yeah. or on a horse. Like, you don't need that. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, so, um, Nick? I would not watch Fist Full of Dollars again, and I would probably not watch The Good, Bad and the Ugly again. Ooh, but you You'd would... You'd watch a few dollars I, more. I would probably so that's watch your that favorite? one again. Yeah, yeah okay. I like that one a lot. There you go. Okay. Cat? I wouldn't watch A Fistful of Dollars or A Few Dollars More um, again or like the only little parts that I've seen <laughs> of it. <Yeah. laughs> or just watch them in the first place. <laughs> After watching the recap of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, I kind of want to watch it again yeah. or at least the last half, but probably just start not it like for an a hour while. 40 in. Yeah, yeah, I probably won't watch it for yeah. like a few years until like someone says to me have you seen this do you want to watch it yeah and then no, i watch I it with that. them um i guess three things i liked or disliked and i'm gonna be kind here because i'm not <laughs> gonna be, oh, well i'm not gonna be like oh the adr because it's just how the movie was made and well, we can't it's yeah. rare that we get to shit on things on here so yeah but again in saying True. that like i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna say to. yeah That's, because yeah. it's how italian films were made at the time and it's just like it's not the like to say, oh, I didn't like it because of like that, because it's just you have to accept that that's part of the yeah. film. Mm. Um, I think one thing I didn't like it was the bringing back the same actor to play a different character. Yeah, that's just confusing because it was just weird. Like the ho- like whole time I'm watching Good Bunny, I'm like, why is this guy evil now? I mean, you could do that mm. if Clint Eastwood wasn't playing the same guy. Yeah, but. Because that's the same character. It's yeah. just a weird little thing. Um, I don't like, obviously, is that, like, it's just, there's so much in these movies that doesn't need to be there. Especially in The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. There's so much just extra. But that's, just, yeah, it's just of the time. It's just of the time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, one thing I did, obviously one thing I did like is the, all the gunfights are great. In all three of them. Like even the ones they're getting shot in the shoulder and then do backflips. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, no, I love that. Like I love that thing of that time when people get shot and it's just that massive reaction to it. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed that about old movies. Is like someone like the quick movement of the gun and then someone just does like a six foot backflip <laughs> and rolls down a hill and you're like, yeah. Didn't even see that hill. Yeah. Like okay, that hill. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like stuff like that. I really enjoy, and I enjoyed that like. In this, there's so many gun. Like, there's here's how the first thing to do it is that because Sergio then didn't know, like, all American Westerns before, it'd be a front on shot of the hero or whoever's shooting mm. with the gun, and then it would cut to the reverse of the person getting shot. But Sergio learned so many times in these movies has the over the shoulder, so mm. you're looking down the arm holding mm. the gun and you're watching the shot happen. And, like, it's, like this, like, stuff like that. Like, I, I really enjoyed that about these movies was all the gunfights and. The creativity and some of like the like shooting of very them, nice. yeah. I feel like you're looking very intensely at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so I didn't like how I mean, like, I know it's of the time, but like, I can't watch a movie if the lips don't sync up yeah. to what they're saying. I'm sorry, but that's just annoying. Um, I really liked and this is probably just of the time too but like obviously they didn't have like bright pinks or blues or anything like that it was all very neutral yeah and i really liked that aesthetic especially of like the desert shots against the sky and that kind of thing um so i really liked that um and just i think just Obviously, the overall story of the good and the bad and the ugly is quite good, but it was very extended. But I think I liked I liked the story. I liked the whole, the kind of, the buddy duo from yeah. the start. And then, yeah, the dynamics really yeah, good. Yeah. And it's then how better. it all ends up. And yeah. yeah. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked the dialogue in it. Um, 
it's kind of funny at least for in a few dollars more there's like good visual humor like you know yeah. the um the hotel owner mm. who he like goes to like steal the room off yeah he like he's all like he, he in he's like behind the desk and he's like kind of trying to act tough but then he like steps down and he's like less than five feet <laughs> <laughs> i found that like really entertaining and like just small stuff like that but yeah otherwise like everything's kind of been touched on mm. okay so i guess we it's too long <laughs> it's yeah. way too long it's way too long <laughs> way way too long um so we want to move on to um what we've been Watching. Watching. That's the word. I, <laughs> had, a compl- okay? I had a complete <laughs> mental blank then. I was like, what we've been, what's the word for that? Um, watching and what we're excited for. Um, I actually, no, someone else can go first. I feel like I okay. go first most weeks. <laughs> um, well, I've been home for a few days. So, mum really wanted to watch The Martians. So, we watched that. And, like, absolutely phenomenal movie. It's great. So, yeah. so good. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favour. Sit down for two hours. Get comfy. Watch Matt, Ch- watch Matt Damon work his magic. Watch Matt Damon need to get saved again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really good movie. Um, also, if you haven't read the book, The Martian, read the book because it's really good as well. It's incredibly funny considering, like, the... Subject, subject and the fact Man that stuck on Mars. yeah mm. and the fact that he like does all the math math equations yeah. in the book too mm. have either of you read it no it's really good you Simultan- should read that i'll lend yeah. it to you yeah, yeah I've there we go the books, it's so. really really easy to read as well it's not like it's not a slog and there's nothing worse long. than a dense book yeah yeah um really good um and i also watched the talented mr ripley again because Mammy Gwyneth Paltrow moment and just really like her. Fair enough. Yeah. Nicholas? Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to a ABC podcast about the coronavirus. It's called oh. Coronacast. Yes, I've they, seen that they, advertised. Yeah, they put out like episodes like <clears throat> every day or so. Yeah. And they, just, I, I think it's just weekends they don't put episodes yep. up. Mm. But they um, answer people's questions about it. It's like they've got a doctor on there and like professionals and That's they like cool. kind of recap like government like yep. announcements and stuff like yep. that to kind of prevent all the um, panic that's happening over Facebook. I've just got to answer this, sorry. Oh my God, I was supposed to pause. Okay, we're back again. Sorry uh, about yes. that. Corona cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's on iTunes and probably everything else. So just listen to that and don't listen to shit on Facebook because it's getting annoying. Or our Prime Minister. <laughs> listen to one of our premiers instead. Yeah, I do like that the premiers kind of taking a bit of action yeah well yeah the borders are closed now i believe queensland has i think and south I think, australia I think and every western state except australia now. well no I mean, one's gonna be i mean if it's every state except anywhere. us we may as well like yeah. we can't do anything yeah. anyway yeah um so silly it's just such a strange time so obviously yeah if we go into a full lockdown we won't be together next week because we won't be able to yeah. But I have mm. contingen- contingencies in place for that, so that's all right. We should still be able to get an episode What's your out. Contingency? I'll explain to you guys off, off air for that one. Oh, um, I'm kind of scared. Are we going to like Skype each other? <laughs> yeah, delete everything and start again. <laughs> we never existed. Um, Just re release that other yeah, Give up. Yeah. Um, what have I been. What did I watch the other day? Apart from these three movies, which took up a lot of time. We were talking about both of us happened to watch The Last Jedi. Oh, yes. Both of it. Yeah. Both I don't know why I did. It, was, I, it just popped up on Disney Plus. I was like, mm, I'll give it one more try. So I watched, oh, I've got oh, something else okay, to add. Okay. You go next. Um, yeah. So the other week I rewatched um, Last Jedi, but this week I actually rewatched Rise of Skywalker because it came out early on digital. So Ooh. I watched it. And, um, oh, is it on Disney Plus? Not yet. Oh. It was just a digital. Like, I'm not going to watch it again. Um, I shat on this movie a lot. When it came out. Right, yeah, so. you did. And we didn't really, we didn't touch on it much on the podcast because of the timing it came out in Christmas and we didn't want to spoil anything. But in watching it again, um, yeah, in watching it again the other day in my room, I really liked it. 
I genuinely yeah. Loser. <laughs> okay, hang on. What you're about to say about the last Jedi Wing is saying you've come a hundred percent around on it, and now you I, really enjoy I it. I am back to where I started, but better. So yeah. like when I first saw it. So you're not where you started then. Well, no, but I've gone. Nick, stand in front of your microphone for Christ's sake, man. Sorry. So, <laughs> so when I first saw it, like I was kind of like I was like, yeah, that was great, but. You know, wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Then I turned all the way around and hated it. But now that I can look at it with the whole series in context, Clone Wars included, I like what they were going for. And it's a shame yeah. that they didn't really continue on continue that. It. Yeah. But not, they didn't even continue it in the movie. Like the ideologies they set up were kind of ditched by the end of that movie. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, is it really that good? But it looks like the cinematography is amazing. I, I totally Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. And that's the thing, and Rice is kind of the same, it's, it's such a beautiful film, but I genuinely came around on it. Well, I still haven't seen it yet, and I probably right. won't till Disney Plus. Well, you've got time, it. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, so I watched that, and yeah, I just, I don't know, controversially, I really enjoyed that film, and I enjoyed it more, it's probably my favourite of the three Mm. In the sequel trilogy, what? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. He's just so confused <laughs> right just now. just choked to death. I'm pretty sure there's prequels I like more than the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, there's also prequels I like more than Rise of Skywalker, but it's still my favorite in the sequel trilogy. Okay, I'm not going to go into my <laughs> rankings okay, of Star Wars films on this right now. Okay. Uh, um. Oh, I wanted to add. <coughs> I watched two rock climbing documentaries. One on Disney Plus, one on Netflix. Did you watch Free Solo? Solo yeah. I watched Free Solo, Sorry, not and Solo, I watched that's a, <laughs> that's a Star Wars movie. Nick. <laughs> I watched The Dawn Wall. Free Solo Never heard was of it. okay. The Dawn Wall is great. Mm. Um, it's just on Netflix, and it's the guy who they follow has gone through some incredible stuff, like completely separate to just like rock climbing in general, but so crazy that he's still alive so yeah if you're after like a good documentary that is kind of a bit different to probably what you'd normally watch go watch the dawn wall because it's genuinely pretty engaging and it'll make you want to go rock climbing after it but don't because we're all in isolation yeah don't go rock climbing <laughs> i mean if you well Unless I you mean, have one your home like a little or rock wall. yeah if you or go like so far remote that you're going to end up in a 127 hour situation if it goes wrong then yeah then you definitely self-isolating because no one's around you <laughs> but don't do that either because don't die and i don't think any just don't take any of the advice given here <laughs> no um except for the movies we tell you to watch yeah. definitely take that advice <laughs> um yeah i don't i don't know if i i don't know i've just been working so much in the last week Don't that, rub it uh, in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just haven't really had time to sit down and watch much. Yeah. Apart, yeah um, I've been mostly just consuming news and Yeah. like sad stuff like that. Like oh, really I can't. I know one thing I have been watching. Makes me cry. Yeah. One of my mates sent me a link and it was this dude that was like messing with a call center in India. And it was just like, you know, um scamming scammers. And now I've just gone down the rabbit hole on YouTube and I've watched so many videos of this dude just... What does he do? He, so he, like, follows along with a scheme. Like he gets, you know, gives them a remote access. But he uses a virtual machine. So it's not actually a real... It's just a virtual machine. Oh. And then... So he he get, gives them access. But in doing that, he gets access to them because it's a two-way thing yeah. when you connect, which most people, like, don't know. So then he just goes in and deletes every file on their computer. Oh, my God. And they just freak out. And he puts, like, sys keys on it so they can't log back in. And it's just like, huh, gotchas. And they just, like, freak out. And it's like, they get really abusive to him really quickly. That's so good. And, yeah, it's just really funny. So I've been watching a lot of that just to take my mind off the catastrophic situation that the world is in right now. (gasps) Yeah. Uh... Oh, I've actually, I came across, like, I've been watching a bunch of clips from the... um, Harley Quinn animated show. Oh, yeah. It just started popping up on my YouTube page. It looks so good, but it's not on anything, like, because it's on that shitty DC. Oh, yeah. Which we don't have in this country. Yeah, which which isn't in Australia. It's probably going to be exclusive on Foxtel eventually. Probably, because I think that's where HBO Max is going to come for Australia. It'll be through Foxtel. Interesting. Okay, Foxtel. Yeah, um, so, Kat, where can people 
reach us. You always ask me yeah, I know. every week, and I know. every week I go to say the wrong thing. That's why I ask you every week because it's just watching the stress in your face every time I ask. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Watch It Again Podcast. Um, so send us a message, leave us a review. We will uh, reply. We will read it out. We will get back to you. We don't have a lot going on at the moment, so like, please. Leave a review on our Kat page. Cat is as able well. to reply essentially twenty four seven to anything. I am waiting for your <laughs> review. <laughs> um, you can also email us at watchitagainpod at gmail Jacob's nodding in approval. <laughs> yep, everything's and, linked in the episode description. Um, you can find us on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anything. It's a fair amount more now that I've noticed, so that's good. Anything that you can um, listen to podcasts on, we are probably on it. Hopefully. So, yeah, leave us a review and a rating, five stars only. Um, Tell a friend. Tell a friend, yeah. In this quarantine time, tell your friends, you know, someone to listen to while you're self-isolating. Yeah, listen to us on two times speed. It doesn't matter to us, just like. I don't know. I talk pretty quickly, so on oh, two times speed. I'll listen oh. to this on half speed because I think it sounds funny. <laughs> I mean, they're listening, Dylan. so I don't care. Yeah, just <laughs> listen. We don't. We don't care as long as yeah, you're yeah. listening and you're enjoying. If you're not enjoying something, let us know, yeah. and we'll potentially change it. We'll probably we'll just think more. you're wrong and keep yes. doing it. Who are I you looking at? My mum came through the door and now she's retreating. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum's so lovely. No. She's just standing there. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you guys next week, hopefully. Maybe. Who we'll knows? Yeah. <laughs> see what happens in the our government. Could yeah. Have exploded what by our then. government <laughs> restrictions are on. You know, if we're in proper lockdown or just shut down. So, um, thanks everyone for listening, and we will see you guys hopefully next oh, week. Oh wait, I want to try on. and do the Western whistle. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Hang on, hang on, oh no, I can't. I'm smiling. Just do it. You said you got to do it now. So now <laughs> Nick's recording. Like this is great content. Okay, hang on. No, nah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> My lips won't go into the whistle. While I was smiling. Oh no! All right. Well, um, thank you everyone for nah. listening. No, we're not doing it. Okay. We'll, we'll see you guys hopefully next week. If not, we will be back very soon. Thanks, guys. I'm Jacob. I'm Cat. Oh. I'm Nick. <laughs> Bye. Bye.